Out of the loop. Out of the loop. What's up, podcast people? Welcome into the Out of the Loop podcast, your one and only stop for everything Game of Thrones and sometimes Marvel. Uh, I am Shane. Whoa, I what am... was that super dramatic noise? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And sometimes Marvel. I am Shane. Uh, I am a familiar of Game of Thrones, but today uh, we're going to be doing something a little different. They're uh, the guys are going to teach me about Endgame, which I am very excited about. Uh, I am joined by Rodney. Hey, Pod Squad. Yep, it's Rodney. It's been a while, so please bear with. Um, that's all I have to say. I'm so out of it. And we have Matt. Loop Troop, turn me way up in the headphones. <laughs> uh, quick shout out to Clean Feed, uh, a website uh, we found to make podcasts uh, uh, virtually from a distance. How do you say that? Uh, remotely remotely there we go um we were using uh skype before so hopefully this is a little better sound quality now um, shane yes um does clean feed automatically bleep us when we curse uh no fuck yeah all right fuck yes <laughs> did uh, you guys find software that did that no no <laughs> okay are we supposed I'm to <laughs> Why, why, why do you ask, Rodney? I'm just curious where, where the question came from, that's all. It's called so now, Clean Feed. Oh, gotcha. So I think what I'm going to have to do now is when I edit, um, put a beep in. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's a good idea. So it's been or a I'll while, guys. I'll just dub over it. Freak yeah. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the Mr. The Falcon. Mr. Falcon, there you go. <laughs> uh, how you guys been? It's been a while. Uh, I'll start off. Um, I've been been good, just working, um, catching up on some projects around the house and my personal stuff. But yeah, that's about it. I did watch the show Ted Lasso, so we could talk about that. Yes. In a um, but yeah, no, life's been good. Celebrated five year wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary. Congratulations, Thank buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, celebrated it. Didn't know it was happening, but celebrated. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, and that's about it. Took a first out of state trip with the one year old. Uh, went way better than I expected. And I'm excited for more. Nice. Matt? Um, yeah, I'm great. Um, working away. Uh, I have applied for a promotion. Um, nice. We will see what comes of that. Um, if things go the way I want them to, I will officially be too rich to hang out with you guys. So <laughs> nice. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Um, looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a great reason to just end end friendships. Just like, oh yeah, Matt's just making a lot of money now, so he hangs yeah. out with like the rich worst. <laughs>
And I'm talking about fill the tank up all the way kind of rich, boys. <laughs> oh, um, dang. <laughs> um, work is, yeah. Uh, school is um, also, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm great. I um, have, have no complaints. And I am eager to hear how Shane is doing. So, Shane? Uh, been great. Um, we too went to uh, out of state uh, a couple weeks ago. Went to California. Um, big big family trip with uh, the in laws, which was fun. Um, they got an Airbnb, this badass uh, big old house, a bunch of big bedrooms, uh, nice pool, uh, game room out back. So that that was really fun. Um, our oldest. Uh, lost her fifth tooth recently, and Matt, I had a question for you. What? Okay. W- what's the going rate uh, for the tooth fairy these days? With inflation, oh. please. Um. Okay. So the truth is, my children are now too old. Um. um my. My now twelve-year-old. Um, he more or less caught my wife trying to like sneak a dollar under a pillow. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, so that's all bullshit. And, (laughs) um, he can't keep these things to himself. So then he told his little brother like, oh, Hey, that whole thing about the tooth fairy we, that we knew was probably a, just a lie. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, so yeah, no, um, Although I, I will say there was there was one point in their lives where they were, were such believers that when my middle child, who's now 10, he was five and my oldest was six, um, my oldest was having trouble with this kid at school and um, he was complaining about it in, in the car and his little brother then says, you know what you should do? You should punch him in the mouth, knock his teeth out, put it in a little baggies, put it under your pillow, make some money. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So they were willing to start a small business um, based off of the uh, based off of the tooth fairy. But these days they don't believe in it. So we don't even bother. Um, And Nicholas is not quite old enough. So the current going rate no idea. I would have just done like a, a a buck. Yeah. What is it for you? Five. Five dollars. Yeah. For a tooth. Yeah. Jesus. Five bucks. I Damn. figured that was too much, but we, yeah, we've been doing it for five teeth so far. So. So I guess my my thing is like, if I went into my wallet and all I had was a five, then I would just do that. It's not like I'd be like, no way I'm giving this kid five bucks. Right. But No, no, you put an IOU. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a five and a one, I would pick the one. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, man, five bucks. I'd be willing to lose some teeth right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Rodney, why don't you tell us about some Ted Lasso? 
Okay, so Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah, on a whim, decided to check out a new show. Great, uh, right? I'll get there. So oh, what? Ooh. It's on Apple, and you know we all like the foosball and the football. Um, we're watching the first episode, and it is just brutal. He is so <laughs> awkward, and the secondhand embarrassment was just way too much for me to handle. That, no, nah, I'm kidding. The show is so good. <laughs> it good, is good, right? Really good. It is I love amazingly it. good. I highly recommend it. I didn't think I would enjoy it because I'm not much of a um, what's his name? Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Uh, he always played kind of like the same character, I guess. And with this one, he's like way different. And I really, I you can't do anything but root for the guy. Right. So good. Yeah. Um, so he was on 30 Rock. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> What's that show? Never heard of it. I with, think uh, Peter Dinklage. Yes. I think we should just do an entire episode where I talk about people that were on 30 Rock that, you know, <laughs> for other things. <laughs> um, sorry, Rodney. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. What else? You're have, good. What, what else have you watched? Um, I finished up Shit's Creek, the final season, season six. Uh, we have been watching uh, Shit's Creek. We're into season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. It's yeah, very good. So good. Um, all the characters are just great. You know, they're kind of annoying in the beginning, but they, you know, right. They get used they grow to everything, and yeah, it's just oh, it's so good. Who do you think is your favorite character? Uh, David. David? Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Him or um, his sister. Yeah. And they're all great. I, uh, yeah. Catherine O'Hare's her like <laughs> accent, <laughs> whatever that, oh, it's just so funny. And I try yeah. and replicate it, but I can't. She's just got this specific way she talks. It's so good. Yeah. Each season it gets more and more. It's it's good. Oh, so good. Um. And then I think I finished up the Voltron series that came out from DreamWorks. I, I highly recommend that. I mean, I love Voltron as a kid, but this new one, really good storyline. I remember when uh, I think it was Cartoon Network redid uh, Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Um, that was only like one season, but I thought it was great. Yeah, I saw the first like two or three episodes. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I'm surprised it didn't go past one season. Yeah, I wish they would have. Matt. I have not seen anything you guys have talked about um, in the last several minutes. I have not seen Ted Lasso. Um, Lasso. I have not seen Skahit's Creek. Um, Shit's Creek. I have not seen Voltron. Um, <laughs> That's correct. And I don't even know what a what a Thundercat is. Um, so <laughs> It's a... Uh... Semi-pro football team. Oh, 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 okay. And Ted Lasso is the manager of this, of this. Yes. <laughs> um, no, so uh, you guys, um, you guys, and one of my other friends, so three people that I trust, have now really talked up Ted Lasso. Um, I 
don't have Apple TV, and I've never had Apple TV, but I do I don't on either. my phone. Uh, okay, Shane, we don't need to talk about how you watch shows. Um, I almost got pinched by the uh, feds last time we talked about it. Um, <laughs> or ended up so, in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. On my phone, I went into my settings recently, and I saw that I have an Apple TV free year available. Whoa. That's how we got it, yeah. Um, yeah, me too. So, yeah, totally. And I need to accept this offer before November 11th. So, hell yeah, I need to uh, take them up on this free year, and then I'll be able to watch this show that I have heard so much about, and literally nothing bad. I have not heard a single negative word said about this show. So, that's Dude. a that's a good sign. So um, you know, working as a leader role where I work, I need a coach, right? Uh, and watching the show made me a better coach. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I have started training people at work, and I watched old videos of Bobby Knight coaching at Indiana University. <laughs> and <laughs> I, the computers and chairs. I believe that it has made me a better coach. Um, <laughs> um, so... I uh, and also I've I've never seen Shit's Creek, but I saw that it's like won a bunch of awards and stuff. So um, mm -hmm. I don't very good. I don't very good. I don't give much credence to that, but you guys saying that you like it does mean something to me. Um, so every October, I watch as as much as much as many as much as much Halloween content as I can. Um. It's gotten a little harder now with uh, younger children. There's certain things they shouldn't see. Um, but I started a show called What We Do in the Shadows <laughs> on FX. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm about halfway through the first season. So I, uh, finished, I finished season one. Um, I... Yeah, I, I just finished season one. I haven't seen any of two. I saw and, the panel at the last Comic-Con I went to. Um, I rather like it. Um, it. It is funny to me. Uh, that might be the only new thing that I've watched lately. I have been meaning to start um, – the Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix, which is the follow-up to Haunting of Hill House, which I know all three of us watched. Um, and I have not gotten to start that yet. I actually, we watched Hill House again. Just really? kind of, yeah, just kind of prep. And man, it's oh, so good. It's so good. I'm, um, trying, I'm trying to get the wife to watch it with me, the Bly Manor, but she is... Uh... Uh, not doing it so I, I started the first one I got about halfway through the first episode but I need did, to, I need to did she watch did she watch Hill House yes she did right yeah yeah um man well, she was fucked me up she was super freaked out and that's why she doesn't want to watch this one she was just hooked because of the the story it's so good it's yeah. just so good and then the last episode is kind of uh yeah uh, you know it's it's a little too clean. And also, um, I, I, I didn't realize until I watched it a second time, they 
just explain every last thing like they go right. out of their way mm -hmm. to be like well this is why this happened and this is yeah. why this happened and you know I, I feel like um we don't necessarily have to have an explanation like uh, as the viewer you can put two and two together sometimes yeah. so other than that though the first nine episodes are perfect and then the last one is fine um yeah. And um, I've been house-sitting for the last few days, and the last time I was in a house that had cable in it was a very long time ago. Um, <laughs> so I've been watching Impractical Jokers <laughs> nice. for, the last, for the last three days. And um, beyond that, just my usual sports answer. So, Shane, what have you been watching? Uh, well, we talked about Shit's Creek. Um, have you guys seen Fleabag? Uh, on yes. Amazon Prime. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a reason why that wins a lot of awards. Yeah, it's great. Um, I didn't hear anything about it from you guys, but um, the office ladies um, they talk about it, and I, I was when the the family left to California before I did, so I had a couple of days at home by myself, so I put that on. It's great. I yeah, I loved it. It was on my decade list, right? Like, yeah, I guess you guys wouldn't know. Never mind. I'm going to have to go back and listen because I could have sworn it was on my decade list. Oh, but, yeah? Your top ten? Yeah. But, oh, I... man, that show is incredible. Yeah, so good. I think I, I got one, one episode left in the second season I haven't finished, but the rest I watched. Yeah. Have you guys seen the show called Days of Our Lives? No. You know, I'm you, you should start it now, and by the time you're 60, <laughs> you'll finally finish it. You know, I uh, senior year of high school, I had a very, I had a, a much shorter schedule than I'd had the previous years, and so I would get home a lot earlier, and so every day I would get home, and it was like just in time for Days of Our Lives, and I didn't realize that that was like my mom's favorite show. Um, I'd never really been home on a weekday at that time where she was like, like she had the TV to herself and she was watching it. And I have to admit, uh, I got pretty into it. Um, because I made fun of it the first couple times I saw, I just went straight to my room. I was like, oh, whatever. And then one, and then one day I, I stay in the room cause I was eating lunch or whatever. And it was really bad. But then the next day, <laughs> this girl, um, she like hits like, like a speed bump or she thinks she hits a speed bump. <laughs> and it turns out <laughs> that she ran her brother over <laughs> and she had no idea. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what is this? And then like, He's dead, you know, so they're like, like they're having a funeral and they're like, oh, you know, it was a hit and run. And she's like, just sheepishly like hiding it and stuff. And then she got like a note being like, you know, somebody being like, I, I know what you did or whatever. And it just, it just went from there. But that moment by itself, I was just like, holy shit. Like, it was just like a boom, boom. And she just keeps going. And then she hears like 
the street that her brother got ran over and died. And she's like, oh, that's the street that <laughs> I had that weird, that weird speed bump that I'd never had before. So I have seen Days of Our Lives. I got hooked for like a month based off of that storyline. <laughs> and um, yeah, that is that is my, my Days of Our Lives story. Nice. Yeah. yeah, growing up, like during the summers, I would have to record all my children for my mom. So the old play and record on the VHS. Yeah. Uh-huh. And of course, I can't watch anything else. So I just watched that and I got really <laughs> into it. <laughs> uh, terrible stuff. All right, let's move on. Let's go. Let's talk. What are we talking about today? Wait, 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 wait. Based off what you said, I have to add something. When I was a kid, I had a bedtime, as most kids do, and I was really into wrestling, and I wanted to watch Monday Night Raw, but it was on too late. So I would record it um, every week, Um, and there was a show that would come on after it called Silk Stockings. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking of the show the other day. Which was basically like a softcore porn detective show. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like eight or nine years old, and I'm watching Monday Night Raw, which at right around that time they started to get like in like have more sexual content on that show too. But I got really into Silk Stockings as like a nine, like a nine-year-old kid. <laughs> oh man, because I was thinking so, of like our categories episode. What channel is that? <laughs> USA. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then it got replaced by um Pacific Blue, which was like nice. a it was like a it was like a beach cop show. Yeah. And um yeah, I wasn't interested in that. <laughs> in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Now yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Rodney. Sorry. Alright, so we are talking about endgame, correct? Yeah. All yeah. right. So normally, Matt is out of the loop because we need to finish up Game of Thrones. We will be yeah. back with that soon. So I don't know anything just... about hobbits and stuff. <laughs> Bear with. Um, we are uh, catching Shane up on the final, I guess, was this was that phase three of Marvel Cinematic Universe? I don't remember. Uh, Endgame? Sure. But whatever it the, ends the all phase of, that. of being perfect is that that's what (laughs) so it's ending that and then it starts its new phase i think it's phase four after that so marvel endgame shane can you tell us what happened (laughs) shane just tell us where where you remember each character being and you can just do the the big ones so before this was infinity war right yes and that was when the, the snap. Um, well, yes, Infinity War was technically right before this, but there was also a shitty Ant Man movie in between the two. Uh, I think I saw it. Okay, but it didn't Ant-Man, matter, right? And, and the Wasp. Yeah. Um, it does actually. There's one thing shitty? about it that matters. Yeah, that Tell movie me. sucked. Tell I me. I don't know. Well, we'll get to it. Tell me. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Well, he needs to know, right? I think I we'll watched get to it. it. Okay. I, I guess don't we'll, remember. I guess we'll, we'll get well, to it. Oh, I'm I, sorry. Yes, I know I yes. Started Go ahead and tell. Tell me. 
Okay, so Tell um, me. at at the very <laughs> end of Ant Man and the Wasp, um, yeah. Ant Man goes in. He um, what's the what's the device called, Rodney? That he jump that he jumps into. I don't remember. Has ah, something whatever. With Pim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 gets in this thing. Um, I can't remember if it's gonna make him big or small. It doesn't matter. But while he's in there, is when Thanos does the snap. Ah. So. So he's safe. Um. Yes. Okay. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. He's in flux. Yes. Okay. That's that is the accurate way to say it. So Okay. Yeah. He was going to do a quantum jump. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What? I Why? never would have found those words. Why? For Better what question, reason? Why not? Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you why can, wouldn't you? Why Ooh. wouldn't you? If you have the ability to quantum jump, why would All you right. ever pass on that chance? Okay. Um to help out Hank Pym. Yeah, He's stuck? Sure. Someone else was stuck. Okay. His wife. Yes. All right. I think I remember that. Yeah. All right. So now, Shane, if you could just oh. give us a, a quick... What? What's going on? No. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So, snappy snap. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man's gone. Yeah. Right? Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Black Panther? What? Yes. Yep. Right. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yes. For sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of others are gone. Loki Someone said died. Like wait, half wait. the population was gone. Lo- Loki died before all this, right? Correct. Yes. He was okay. killed by Thanos at the beginning of Infinity. He was War. killed. Okay. Yes, um, he was killed. <laughs> killed. Murdered. Loki got killed. Um, was he murdered? Yeah. You're going to have to remind me of the other ones. Okay. Um, so, all of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Vision? Vision, memory got his head ripped open? Vision is dead. Vision died. Vision's yes. dead. Okay. Yeah. He had his is brain. Is Quicksilver still alive? No, he died in. Um, no. He died at the end of What Age about of Magneto? Ultron. Is he. Around? Mag- no, he Magneto. died um, by Charles Xavier. He got you. He, Charles Xavier ran him over. But he does. He doesn't exist in this. Oh, uh, see, reality, we don't know right? that. We don't know that, Rodney. Right. We don't know that. That's we true. Know, that's we know true. that he's these, not Quicksilver's father, though, right? These characters have not been introduced yet. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Keep going. Guardians of the Galaxy gone. All of the all Guardians of, of the Galaxy, uh, with the exception of oh, Nebula, I'm... who's not really a Guardian. And I remember. Um, you told me that sad part where you put the captions on when Groot died, and it was like, "Dad" or something like that. I remember. Yes. That. Yeah. 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 Um, so Rocket's still alive. Oh, so oh, not all. Oh shit! You're right. I forgot. Come um, on. Ro- uh, who else is gone? Um, Thanos is still alive, right? But he's just like beat up. Thanos, yes, he he's got stare, sta- he's he on got his stabbed beach. in the chest. He got stabbed he's on in the his chest. beach, staring at the sunset. He did his job. Correct. Um, he but can he, retire he did, now. He did get stabbed in the chest by Thor's uh, Stormbreaker. Yeah. He should have gone for the head. I remember that. He part. should. He should have gone for the head. Gotcha. Um, 
Um, Rodney, who else is for sure gone? Black Strange, gone. Strange is alive, right? Strange is gone. No, Strange is gone. He he disappeared. Yes, yes correct. Okay. But this was all his plan, right? This was the one in a million shot that they had to take. Ye, that's what yeah. we have to believe. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Falcon's gone. Winter Soldier's gone. Yeah. Okay. Um, anybody May? else? Um, Aunt May. Aunt May. Is, hot, hot Aunt May. We don't. Hot know. Aunt May still there. All right. We don't know. That's good. I don't know. All right. We don't know. That's um, good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess anybody anybody's name you don't hear <laughs> they're in gone. the first little while of this, they're gone. <laughs> All right. Yes. Deal. That's very true. All right. So we begin with Endgame. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. All right. So it's the opening scene, right? The Earth right. is – what's that? Right. Oh, oh man. Said right. You said right. Shane. So I said right. Shane. Yes. This first scene uh-huh. is heart is heartbreaking. Okay, hold on. Yes. Oh yeah. It's business time. Okay. That was really weirdly timed. <laughs> yeah. So it's a close up of a house arrest anklet bracelet. And it's Clint Ant-Man. Barton. Oh. Okay. And he's just, you know, have it looks like they're about to have a family barbecue. Um, and you know, he's standing Hawkeye. next to his daughter. Yeah, correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, Layla, right? Layla, Layla, whatever. Right. In that like Anyways. farmhouse that they were at. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's coach, he's coaching her how to shoot uh, an arrow. A uh, little dialogue. Oh, wait, goes wait, wait, on. wait, wait. So he's under arrest cause he submit to the superhero registration thing. The accords. Correct. Okay. Um, so anyways, he's teaching her how to shoot the arrow, aiming, you know, for the bullseye, whatnot. Um, he turns, uh, to the field behind him and as you see his wife setting up the picnic table with their two sons, uh, Cooper and Nathaniel. Um, she's starting to get their hot dogs ready. The, the, uh, and whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of movie are we watching guys? She's getting hot dogs ready. She's God getting damn it, Shane. ready. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and then she, the wife yells, enough murder practice, soup's on. Clint says, we'll be there in a sec, babe. Um, we're going to kill some hot dogs. We're hungry. She shoots the arrow. He goes and gets it out of the, the uh, bullseye. He turns. She's gone. And he's just staring like, whoa, okay. So this and he calls out her name. He calls out her name. He says, baby, uh, did you see uh, uh, Lila? I think it's Lila. Um, he turns to his wife, and she's gone. And so are the boys. And then you just see a soccer ball rolling to a stop near the picnic table. No one can be seen for like 100 yards in all directions. Um, he's like, guys, guys, come on. And he starts walking towards the field. And it's just like dead quiet, like just this dread groaning this you don't you know it's real eerie and he calls out his wife's name clint breaks into a panic run and he starts running towards where they were and he's like screaming out her name and he just has this meltdown and he's and then the camera starts spinning around and he's just frantic and then 
the Marvel flip goes through. So now we get into the actual end game. But yeah, that happened all right. I would say it happened like 10 seconds before the snap up to like 30 seconds after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what then. A downer. Oh, dude, it was super sad. He's all. It was obviously. a rough, rough way to kick things off. Yeah. Yes. So now we are in space 22 days later after the snap. Um, we are seen by a weak Tony Stark, um, Iron Man, as you might know him. Um, they are now out of food and low on oxygen. They are sh- he is stranded with Nebula on the ship, the Benatar. Tony, um, they're playing tabletop football. He's teaching her. She doesn't really understand the concept of fun. Um, but he's, you know, just trying to let time pass by. Uh, there's a scene where he's leaving a goodbye message for Pepper on his broken, um, I guess, partly broken Iron Man helmet. Um, and then he's talking about, you know, it's he's real tired. He's going to go to sleep. And he just says, you know, it's like every other night. I just hope when I fall asleep, I just I think of you. It's always been you. And so he's basically malnourished, passed out. Um, Nebula finds him um, sleeping, and she's kind of, I guess, really changed as a character because obviously she was a killbot before. Uh, she actually like helps him into a chair while he's sleeping and like covers him up because it's pretty cold. But she's used to the vacuum of space. Yeah, her... she like patched up his wounds and yep. stuff, and uh, he even he goes to give her the last bit of food. And she like looks at him and like passes it back to him as like a trust me you you need this more than I do kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Her her sister died sacrificing herself for her, right, or something like that. Uh, I wouldn't say sacrifice. She didn't willingly sacrifice herself. Yeah. Um, Thanos had to sacrifice the... some someone that he loved to get the. Uh, which which stone was it, Rodney? Yeah, soul stone. The soul stone, yeah. Um, so he basically threw her off of a mountain um, to her death. So gotcha. Gamora's dead. Long live Gamora. And um, yeah, but go ahead, Rodney. Back to Tony and Nebula. Yeah, so she um, finds him sprawled out, helps him to a chair. Um He's all slumped over completely still. Maybe like gives him his privacy. Um, we move in on Tony's face and there's this light slowly growing brighter and brighter. And soon the entire flight deck is covered uh, as bright as the sun. Nebula appears um, from the uh, galley, shading her eyes and Tony's eyelids start fluttering. Uh, finally, they open to see who do you think they see? Um, Thor's people. No, um, wait, 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 wait. Out of existence. Um, well, his people are on a ship. I'm kidding. Right? I'm kidding. <laughs> Shane, what have you seen, Captain Marvel? Yes. Okay. Okay. So he opens it, and lo and behold, it's Captain Marvel hovering in space. Oh shit! Yeah. Yep. Did you want to go on, Matt? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um. So now we cut to the Avengers compound. Um, 
Captain America is just uh, shaving. He looks uh, extremely sad. Um, and then the water ripples as he's shaving, and he realizes that something is going down outside. So this sound comes from outside, and he races out there. And that is where um, Captain Marvel is pretty much deadlifting this Benatar, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, flying it back to Earth, and um, bringing it to the compound. So wait, um, where was she? Was she in stasis? Was she just out roaming the universe? What? No, remember at the end of Captain Marvel, she was looking for this the the scroll, a place to live, and she knew she had to help like defend that galaxy. That wherever she find found them a new, uh, I guess, solar system to survive from uh, the. Uh, who were the other people? Yeah, and that was until. Uh, Endgame uh, happened. The snap, because she said, "Well, that remember, was until she's Sam like, Jackson sent the the text right. or whatever the alert." Correct. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <clears throat> um, so Captain America, Bruce Banner, and Black Widow all race outside. Um, behind them, you see Pepper Potts. Um, and uh. The ship opens and Nebula is helping Tony out of the spaceship. And uh, Steve Rogers races up there uh, to help. And Tony is totally broken up about the fact that he feels it's his responsibility that Peter Parker's dead. Um, and he asks if Pepper's still alive. And then that's when Pepper runs over and jumps into his arms. Um, and uh, Nebula pretty much watches everybody being extremely sad. And Rocket comes to her. And um, it's uh, they're all just, like, heartbroken because everybody's dead. Yeah. Um, where, where was Rocket? Uh, he, he I, I mean, he came outside at some point. So he was um, in, on he, Earth or whatever? He was yeah, remember he the, was helping. He, he was in the he was in the compound. Okay. Um, he was in Wakanda. Whenever yes. he came down with Thor. Yeah. Okay. Um. So now, it's the next day, um, and there's a display showing all of the people that they've lost. Um, the people in the room are uh, Rhodey, War Machine, uh, Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, Natasha. Captain Marvel, um, and uh, Rhodey says it's been 23 days since Thanos came to Earth, and now Tony's in a in a wheelchair and he has a IV hooked up to his arm. They're going through all of the names that they've of people that they've lost. Um, they do say Scott Lang, Ant Man, that he's gone. Okay. Um, now. Um, when Nick when Nick Fury's name pops up, um, you see Captain Marvel react, um, and uh, Black Widow says, "World governments are in pieces, as you can imagine, but the parts that still work are trying to take a census. It looks like he did what he said he was going to do." Um, 
he wiped out he, he wiped out 50% of all living creatures on earth and captain marvel corrects her and says not just earth um and Rhodey asks if she's sure and she says you never have to ask me that so um tony is trying to kind of cover up how how beat up he is and uh if you remember the last time that tony stark and steve rogers were together it didn't go well um that was at the end of civil war yeah so they have not seen each other since okay um so rogers says uh we've been hunting thanos for three weeks deep space scans satellites we've got nothing tony you fought him and tony says who told you that i didn't fight him he wiped my face with a planet while a while a bleaker street magician gave away the store <laughs> um there was no fight because he's not beatable. And um, Steve says, did he give you anything to go on? Clues? And then he says, I saw this coming a few years back. I didn't want to believe it. I thought I was dreaming. And I needed you, as in past tense. That trumps what you need. It's too late, buddy. You know what I need? And then he tries to get, he, he gets out of his wheelchair and very quickly falls to the, to the floor. Um... He says he, he needs a, a shave and a burger, and um, he believes he remembers telling all of them, alive and otherwise, that we needed a suit of armor around the world, whether it impacted our precious freedoms or not. And I said we'd lose. You said we'd do that together. Guess what, Cap? We lost, and you weren't there. But that's what we do, right? Our best work after the fact. We're the Avengers, not the Prevengers. Which, by the way, that's a terrible line. Um <laughs> Um, I liked it. So he, uh, at some point, he rips out the IV, I, I think just trying to prove a point. Um, and then he just completely collapses. Um, you so said he, uh, Captain America was shaving, so he doesn't have his beard anymore? Yeah. Correct. That's, okay. that's correct. Yes. Um, he doesn't look at, as cool as he did before. Yeah. Um, now he's, a, he's in a hospital bed. Um, Pepper and Bruce Banner are at his side. Um, and uh, they're all kind of looking around, not knowing what to do. And that's when Cap or that's, yeah, Captain Marvel walks through, uh, just walks through the room. And they're like, Where are you going? And she says, To kill Thanos. <laughs> um, so she, um, she's ready to, to go right now. Um, they all catch up to her and say, you know, we're sort of a team here. Uh, morale's a little fragile right now. And uh, she says, all right, team, I'm going to go kill Thanos. Message me if you get any intel that can help. Otherwise, I'll report back when he's dead. Great work, everybody. Um, she knows where he's at? Uh, I think she was planning to just go, like, scan everything. Okay. Yeah. Basically, I, I think she just knows if anybody can find him, it's me. So okay. I don't need you guys, you know. Um, they're all, you know, they actually, uh, War Machine asked the same question that you did. Um, do you even know where he is? And she says, I know people that might. And then Nebula says, don't bother. I can tell you exactly where he is. Oh yeah. Uh, Why didn't they just ask her? Yeah, I know. <laughs> where is your dad? <laughs> Where's your dad at Nebula? Um, 
Thanos spent a long time trying to perfect me. When he worked, he talked about his great plan. Even disassembled, I wanted to please him. I'd ask, where would we go once his plan was complete? His answer was always the same, to the garden. Um, where's this garden? Blah, blah, blah. Um, now, they have been looking for some type of activity on this, like, space map, more or less, right? Um, there was a surge, a bright surge of energy uh, in a specific location. And Rocket is showing everybody on this map. Um, he's showing them, like, a cluster of, of stars. Um, oh, by the way, Thor's been in the room, in the room this entire time. He's just not talking. Okay. He, I think he, he blames himself that he had the chance to kill Thanos and he didn't. Yeah, he couldn't stop him. Um, so Rocket points out that he still has all of the stones and, um, Captain Marvel says, okay, then we go there, we take them back, and we use them to bring everybody back. And Bruce Banner says, just like that? And then they're all just like, yeah, that's clearly what we have to do. That's the only way. Um, so Captain Marvel says, uh, there's a lot of people in the universe, and they didn't all have you. So she, ha she feels like she has to save everyone else that's not just the people on earth that they're all concerned about, right? Yeah. Um, Thor stands up and uh, he holds out his hand and Stormbreaker flies past Car Captain Marvel's head and into Thor's hand. And she doesn't flinch at all. And he says, I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Steve Rogers says, let's go get that son of a bitch. And now we finally get the title screen of Avengers Endgame. Nice. Rodney? Yep. Uh, so, uh, just a little bit more explanation. That whole hologram that they showed from – that Rocket was showing, they showed the energy source that came from Wakanda. And he explained that there was another one that happened. And they, that's how they pinpointed that galaxy area, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, okay, so everyone is now settled into their seats on the Benatar. They fixed it up. Um, they are now leaving Earth. And Steve that's the uh, the the Guardian ship. Uh, no, that's the Milano. So this is one of Thanos's ships. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I I imagine Tony probably renamed it Benatar. I, I don't remember, but that's what it's called. Okay. Um. So it shows Steve watching the Earth grow smaller through the window, uh, and she, uh, Carol Danvers or Miss Mar Captain Marvel, uh, trust me, you get used to it. Rocket looks around from the pilot chair. Okay, who's here hasn't been to space? Steve and Natasha and Rhodey uh, half raise their hands, and then Rocket says, "Oh, you're gonna hate this." An approaching jump in three, two. Steve's finger tightens on the armrest as whoosh, the Benatar warps, leaping into jump space. So you remember <laughs> the scene in Guardians 2 where they're just doing all those jumps and their faces get all messed up? Yeah. yeah. That's what's happening to them. Um, so it keeps going from planet to planet. Uh, 
Our heroes are now waiting on the flight deck tents. Natasha looks at Steve, who's starting uh, staring at a compass uh, with Peggy Carter's uh, photo in it. Um, and Natasha tells Steve, this is going to work. He she says, died, I right? know it will. Yeah, she um, she died of, I believe, natural causes. Yeah, it's old age. In, um, yeah. Was that Winter Soldier or Civil War? Winter Soldier. Mm, all right. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm more than sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, sounds Steve good says, to me. I know it will. What's that? <laughs> it sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, Casey says, I know it will because... I don't know what to do um, if it doesn't, basically. Just then, Carol flies up to the other side of the glass. Um, she's, so she's flying outside in space. Yeah. Um, she's like, no satellites, no ships, no armies, no ground defenses of any kind. It's just him. So she confirms that he's there. Nebula says, that's enough. And they all leave. <laughs> okay. The Avengers exchange this look. Okay. So now they're um, they're on the planet. Well, it's a it's a shot of the planet, and there's this lodge, and there's smoke coming out of a chimney. A pot boils over a fire. Then Thanos shows Thanos limping towards it. Uh, his left side is paralyzed. One of his arms is blackened. He's like a shell of his former self. Oh no! Does he have palsy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is over. He steers the pot. About those uh, auto automatic sensors on clean feed? <laughs> yeah. You just got jammed. <laughs> wow. So he's starting to stir he steer his pot. Suddenly an armored hand bursts from the fire, grabbing Thanos' gauntlet, preventing him from closing his fist. Thanos jerks back as Hulkbuster springs inside. Carol and Rhodey bashes through the roof, pinning Thanos' arms. Thor crashes through the door, followed by the others. He swings Stormbreaker, cutting off Thanos' hand. Oh, shit. The gauntlet lands on Rocket's, uh, at Rocket's feet. He picks it up, Prediction. and his face goes... What's that? He's using the reality stone, and this isn't real. He turns the glove uh, towards the others, and we now realize the Infinity Stones are gone. And Steve goes, where are they? Thanos doesn't answer. Carol presses him to his knees. She says, answer the question. Thanos says, the universe required correction. After that, the stones served no purpose beyond temptation. Bruce Banner says, you murdered trillions. Thanos, you should be grateful. Natasha, where are the stones? And he said, gone, reduced to atoms. Banner says, you used them two days ago. And Thanos says, I used the stones to destroy the stones. It nearly killed me, but the work is done. It's always, uh, it always will be. That land, that uh, sickens everybody, basically. Uh, the rock, rocket says, no, they, they can't be gone. Rhodey says, you're lying. And Nebula says, my father never lies. Um, Thanos, thank you, daughter. Perhaps I treated you. And then swoosh. 
Thor's axe severs Thanos' head from his body. It hits the floor, followed by a thud of his, uh, from his huge frame. And Rocket says, what did you do? Thor just stares uh, this long you know, face. He's just a failure. I went for the head. Okay. As Thor walks away, Steve looks at Thanos' head on the ground. He says, it's over. They lost. And then we fade to black. That's it. That is the greatest short game. film in the history of cinema. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, OTL pod <laughs> at Hotmail and all that stuff. Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Out of the loop at MSN.com. Yeah. Follow us on our blogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So after that, it fades to black, and then we get a caption. Five years later. Oh, Matt. shit. Oh, me? Yep. Wow. Okay, so Shane, this uh, five years later, I mean, this is built for you because the world looks completely empty. Nice. It looks as if there has been an apocalypse. Hell yeah. Um, they're uh, they they kind of they're, they're just showing like little scenes of of New York City. Um, a car crusher flattens an Audi product placement, um, and uh, all of these never driven cars lie stacked on, on on the docks, waiting their turn to be smashed as well. Um, what? They're smashing a bunch of cars because there's nobody to buy them, or what? I guess, yeah. Huh. Um, a Seems like huge, a waste. A huge tarp <laughs> flaps over the shuttered Lincoln Center. Um, a teenage girl rides her skateboard alone in a weed-filled parking lot of Shea Stadium because apparently uh, Thanos killed all of the baseball players. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. What? So half of the Earth, right? Half of humanity yeah. uh-huh. is gone. Half uh-huh. of everything. Right, but I—I I mean, that could mean, you know, you have two worlds, right? And you get rid of half, that could be one whole world, you know what I mean? And one no, world it's still could a half be, world. But one world could be untouched, so that means half of every single planet was gone. Half of all life was randomly all, selected. Yeah. I get it, but I'm talking about Earth. Specifically, Earth. half of Earth is gone. Yeah. That we know of. Okay. Yes. For all we know, it could be seventy-five percent. You get you. You understand what I'm saying, right? No. He yes. takes away half of existence, and that could leave Earth untouched, theoretically. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. I hear okay. what you're saying. But sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, or it could mean seventy-five percent. Right. For That's what I'm for, asking. The, for the sake of this movie, fifty percent right? of of each place is gone. Gotcha. Each planet. Um, now we go to the, uh, Brooklyn Community Center and a a poster shows, um, a single figure staring at a group of shadows and it reads, where do we go now that they're gone? So it is a support group. Um, and it's, you know, kind of your standard recovery group, people sitting in a circle talking, um, 
there's a, a grieving man. And he, he says, um, so I went on a date the other day. Um, and first in five years. And I sat there at dinner thinking, what are we even supposed to talk about? And it shows Captain America in this circle of people. Um, well, I guess at this point, he's just Steve Rogers. It's not like he's wearing the fucking suit. That would be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> um, so Steve says, what did you talk about? And the grieving man says, same old crap. How much things have changed? How much we, we miss the Mets? Um, clearly very baseball heavy here. Um, my job, his job. Then it got kind of quiet. He cried during the salads. And an older guy says, what about you? He says, I cried just before dessert. Um, but I'm seeing him again tomorrow. And Steve says, that's great. You've already done the hardest part. You took a jump. Didn't know where you'd come down. And that's it. Those little brave baby steps we've got to take to try to make us feel whole again, to find a purpose. I went into the ice right after I met the love of my life. Woke up 70 years later and had to keep going. The world's been left in our hands, and if we don't do something with it, then Thanos might as well have killed all of us. And everybody nods. But Steve doesn't really seem sold by the words that he just said. Is he, like, um, leading this meeting or just part yes, of it? That, yes. That's, that's how it seems. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, correct. That's it, how I take it, it too. Yeah. It, it, at first, it seems like he's just there, but then the fact that he's the one really trying to like motivate the rest of the group i yeah i I believe he's the the yeah um now we go to san francisco uh we go the camera rotates down from the sky into this quiet um storage warehouse um and there's a van sitting in a storage unit surrounded by boxes and the boxes belong to scott lang and through the van windows, you see Hank Pym's quantum tunnel, which is, that's what I was talking about. Ah, uh, yeah. The quantum tunnel, yeah. As opposed to the mustard tunnel, right, Shane? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, back <doors laughs> the back doors of the van blow open, revealing Scott Lang, Ant-Man, um... He retracts his helmet, gasping for air. Um, and there's a guard um, sitting in one of those, like, you know, the the boxes that, like, a security guard will, will sit in at the front of, like, a parking lot, you know? Yeah. Um, so he's look at, he looks at the monitor, and Scott Lang is trapped inside the storage unit, and he's just holding up a sign that says, help. Um, so the guard lets him out. And now we, we cut to Scott walking on the street and all of these homes in San Francisco have been abandoned. And Scott's just looking for any sign of humanity. And um, he hears a clacking and it's a kid on a bike and uh, Scott waves the kid down and the kid stops and he, he says, kid, what happened here? And the kid just says nothing. He stares at him with a haunted look. And then he just gets back on the bike and keeps going. So Scott continues walking and he sees these stone monuments in a park and a little crowd there. 
Um, so he goes over to the monuments and he's just looking through them and he sees um, at the top of the monuments on, of each one, it says the vanished. And there's hundreds of names on here. And so he realizes um, something terrible has happened. And he goes and he finds his own name on one of these monuments. So then he starts looking for his daughter's name. And um, he doesn't see it. Um, so he then runs to his old house, um, runs to the front door, pounds on the front door, yelling, Cassie, Cassie. And a teenage girl opens the door and she's shocked. And then she says, dad. And the last time he saw her, she was five years younger. Yeah. So you can imagine his, his confusion. Um, when he realizes it's her, he wraps his arms around her. Um, and they're both crying their eyes out. Um, she says, I thought you were gone. And he says, I'm sorry. I'm back now. Um, and we go back to the Avengers compound. Rodney. Yeah, so at the compound, um, there's like overgrown grass everywhere, rusted chains, uh, locks on the gates, faded signs saying restricted area, keep out. This is the uh, one out in like the the wilderness, not in New York City? Right. Yeah, this, like up, yeah, this upstate is... Upstate New York or something like that? Right, yeah, this is the one where like, uh, like Tony had um, Scarlet Witch on lockdown and stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Natasha is sitting around by a, uh, and surrounded by a bunch of hollow screens um, showing De uh, Carol, Rhodey, Rocket, and Nebula, and Okoye. Um, Who's Rocket that? says, you know. Okoye the, is, um, shit. The, she was like the head. Wakanda um, or something? Walking yeah, Dead. she was the, yeah. She was the main person for the guards for. Oh, Michonne? Um, blah, blah. Yes, yeah. thank you. Oh, okay. Damn it, that was going to kill me. All right, go gotcha. ahead. Uh, Rocket says, we boarded that highly suspected warship, Denver's Pings, and Natasha says, and it was, an, uh, it was a crap garbage shoot. Um, so thanks for the hot tip. They're getting, so they're just like discussing the plans of like trying to keep everything clean basically across everywhere. Um, Natasha looks burdened. Rhodey steps in. Rhodey says, I can have a NASA redirect a satellite to do a sweep just to make sure. They're talking about, again, just making sure everything's going good. So she's basically trying to keep the Avengers running. Um, so everyone keeps their uh, channels open and active, always, you know, checking in to make sure you're, you know, you're good. If you need help, yell out, right? Um, they see something, say, say something, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're all saying their goodbyes and signing off, except Rhodey. She said, what's up? Where are you? And he says, Mexico. Got some news. She says, okay. Um, found a room full of bodies outside of Juarez. Cartel guys. Guns still in their pants. Whatever that means. Natasha <laughs> could be a rival. Whoever hit. killed them didn't have time to cut their guns off. <laughs> Natasha 
Could be a rival hit. And Rhodey says, but it wasn't. Same MO as Mercedes. And I was like, Kyve? Kiev. Kiev. Kiev uh, and Marseille. 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 One of those two places. Um, and then he <laughs> says, it's definitely Barton. She nods, grims, um, and she just accepts it. And he says, what he's done here, what he's been doing, I got to tell you, part of me doesn't want to find him. Hawkeye. And she, right? Yes. Okay. Natasha says, uh, she just stares, um, stares off. And then she says, find out where he's going next. It's Brody a very nods, uh, said, Batman conversation. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Natasha sits there. They signs off. Um, then it's Steve. I'd offer to cook you dinner, but you seem sad enough already. Natasha turns to see Steve <laughs> in the doorway. <laughs> he can't cook. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, are they like together? Natasha uh, says, come by to do your laundry. He says, to see a friend. Natasha says, your okay. friend's fine. Did she leave the house today? Natasha says, nothing out there that I particularly want to see. And he says, I spotted a pot of whales coming over the bridge. Natasha says, in the Hudson? He says, Steve says, fewer ships, clear, uh, cleaner waters. Just saying, there's still a world out there. Natasha, so they're having this back and forth dialogue. I'm not going to read it all. Okay. Um, they stare at each other with a melancholy moment. When they hear a ping, um, Natasha swipes to the T- CCTV display, and it's Scott Lang's face filling the screen uh, with the van behind him. Scott says, hello, is anyone home? This is uh, Scott Lang. We met a few years ago at the airport. Steve says, is this an old message? And Natasha rewinds the VHS. No, I'm kidding. Um, she's stunned. And she said, it's the front gate. Boom, 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 boom. So we're still at the compound. Scott uh, paces, mumbling to himself. Steve says, Scott, are you okay? Scott says, what? Yes. He turns to Steve and Natasha. Scott Lang. Have either of you guys ever studied quantum physics? <laughs> and she, Natasha says, only to make good conversation. Uh, Steve glances at her. She shrugs. Um, Scott Lang says, well, five years ago, just before this Thanos guy, I went into a place called the quantum realm. It's like it's own microscopic universe. You can only get there if you're incredibly small. Hope. Um, she's my. She was supposed to pull me out, and then Thanos happened, and I was stuck in there. And not, Natasha says, I'm sorry. It must have been a long five years. Scott gets excited. He says, Okay, but that's the thing. It wasn't. For me, it was only like five hours. The rule in the quantum realms aren't like out here, they're completely unpredictable. Is anybody going to eat that sandwich? He points at us. <laughs> we we yeah, forgot Steve. to mention that there is a sandwich in the room. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Scott, what are you talking about? Scott says, time works differently in the time realm, uh, in the quantum realm. Uh, there, so Scott, Steve and Natasha are looking at each other, and Scott goes on. Problem is, right now, it's chaos. There's no way to navigate it. 
But what if we could figure out a way to enter the quantum realm at a certain point in time and come out in another, like before Thanos? Steve says, wait, oh, wait. Shit. Scott, are you talking about a time machine? Scott Lang says, no, not a machine. More like a, yeah, like a time machine. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> Natasha says, Scott, I got emails from a raccoon. Nothing's crazy anymore. Mm-hmm. Skyling says, so who do we talk to about this? And then we go to Stark Echo Compound. Matt? Yes. Um, so Tony Stark has used this five years very differently than everybody else. He has, he has moved on. Um, he and Pepper have a daughter now, and they live in the woods. Um, so he has a, a nice little back and forth with his, with his daughter. It's, uh, it's very heartwarming to, to see. She's been going through the garage and finding some of his old Iron Man stuff, which she is definitely getting in trouble for, but he loves that, that she is, has taken to it. Um, they're coming out of the garage and, or actually correction, they're coming out of the woods and Tony stops because he sees in the driveway that Steve Rogers, Natasha, and Scott um, are at his house. And uh, Tony says, I just want to thank you folks for dropping by. It's not every day one gets to complicate (laughs) biting it on an interdimensional timescape. Um, And Natasha says, you've got some objections to the plan. And Tony says, so you're calling it a plan. To me, it sounds like an, an exotic suicide method. Not to mention, it's impossible. Scott says, we know what it sounds like. Steve says, Tony, after what you've seen, is anything really impossible? Quantum fluctuation kind of messes with the Planck scale, which then triggers the Deutsch proposition. Definitely almost said douche. Can we agree on that? Um, In layman's terms, it means you can cancel your Netflix subscription because you're not coming home. And Scott cuts Tony off saying that he did come home, which was a billion to one cosmic fluke. Now you want to pull a, what are you calling it? And this is my, one of my favorite terms. Scott says, a time heist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, of course, a time heist. Why didn't we think of this before? Right, because it's a pipe dream. Who are you again? He says, I'm still Scott. (laughs) Tony, the stones exist in the past. We could get them and bring them here. We can snap our own fingers. We can bring everyone back. Tony says, or screw it up worse than he already has. Gotta say it, sometimes I've missed that giddy optimism. Sadly, all your high hopes won't help me if there's no logical, tangible way for me to safely execute said time heist. I believe the most likely outcome would be our collective demise. And Scott says, not if we strictly follow the rules of time travel. No talking to our past selves. No betting on sporting events. <laughs> Tony says, stop, Scott, stop. Are you telling me your plan to save the universe, the universe is more than loosely based on Back to the Future? <laughs> and Scott says, well, no. And Tony says, good, because that would be horseshit, which, by the way, destroys my childhood. But we can get past that. That would be horseshit. Scientifically speaking, your brother's picture doesn't disappear just because you went to the dance with your mom. That's not how quantum physics works. They go back and forth for a while. They're, they're tr- still trying their best 
to talk him into it. And uh, finally, Tony's daughter comes out and says, Mommy told me to, to come save you. And Tony says, good job. I'm saved. I wish you guys were here to ask me something else. I'm honestly happy to see you. If you want to stay. And Steve says, Tony, I get it. And I'm happy for you. I am. But this is a second chance. And Tony says, well, I got my second chance right here. I can't roll the dice on it. The table is set for six. If you don't talk shop, you're welcome to stay for lunch. Now, I believe they did have lunch. <laughs> and now they're walking toward the car. And Natasha says he's scared. Steve says he's not wrong. Scott says, what are we going to do? We need him. You want to stop? Steve says, no, I want to do it right. We're going to need a really big brain. Scott says, bigger than his? Enter a diner. Onlookers crowd a diner window trying to peek inside. Scott says, I'm confused. And then <laughs> we see the Hulk. <laughs> but he's not the Hulk, but he's also not Bruce Banner. He's a large green man, but he's dressed normally. He's wearing a cardigan <laughs> and, and glasses. Yep. He's basically a mixture of Hulk and Bruce Banner. He's Dr. Hulk. Huh. Um, and in this script, they call him Smart Hulk, which just kills me. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, these are confusing times. Scott says, no, that's not what I'm... Uh, no, I'm kidding. I get it. It's crazy. I'm actually able to wear shirts now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> five years ago, we got our asses kicked, right? And... Uh, Smart Hulk eats an entire stack of pancakes in two bites. Um, it was worse for me because I lost twice. First Hulk lost, then Banner lost, then we all lost. And Natasha says, no one blamed you, Bruce. He says, well, I did. I feel like I'm the only one eating. Here, try some. And he holds out an entire pizza. Um, they decline. Thing is, I kept thinking it didn't have to be that way. The, that best of Banner and best of Hulk, if they'd worked together, maybe they could have stopped Thanos. For years, I treated the Hulk like a disease, something to get rid of. When I started treating him like the cure, 18 months in the Gamma Lab, I put the brains and the brawn together, and now look at me. Best of both worlds. Um, two kids come over. Says, they say, Mr. Hulk, can we get a picture? He says, 100%, little lady. Um, the kid hands a phone to Steve. Uh, smart Hulk kind of makes the like duck face with like the peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he sound Steve, like Mark Ruffalo uh, or is like he like Banner. altered <clears throat> he, he sounds like Banner okay um, <clears throat> and uh, so he's like this huge fan favorite basically um, <clears throat> and uh, so Steve says so Bruce about what we said and he said oh the, the time travel do over I don't know. That's kind of outside my field of expertise. Um, Natasha says, you pulled this off. I remember a time that that was impossible, too. He says, I'm supposed to be on Oprah next week, but I guess I could move things around. <laughs> and we're back to the Stark Echo compound. Rodney? Yep. So at the compound, Stark uh, is doing the dishes, you know, spraying, whatever, uh, wiping the counter down. Uh and there's a picture of Peter Parker he's staring at. Why does he have a picture of Peter Parker? We don't know. 
Tony builds a hollow ma uh, model, uh, the Penrose diagram, wormholes. He studies a star-shaped uh, figure, um, and he says, Friday, you up? Friday answers, yes, sir. Tony says, I've had a mild inspiration. Like, I'd like to see if this checks out. I would like to run one last sim before we pack it in for the night, this time in the shape of a Mobius stripe, uh, inverted. The fuck that means, I don't know. <laughs> and Friday says, processing. And the model forms. And then Tony says, all right, give me the values of the particles, returning blah, 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 all this jargon. Uh, and the capacitor glows. A, a hollow man drifts into a circular wormhole, looping, returning to the place it first left. Friday says, model rendered. Tony says, he's in awe. He's like, shit. And then Morgan says, shit. That's his daughter. And then Tony turns to see his daughter in the doorway. And he says, what are you doing up? And she says, shit. Tony says, oh, nice music. Uh, <laughs> first of all, that's a mommy word. She coined it. Um, Morgan s says, why are you up? And Tony says, I just had something on my mind. And Morgan says, was it juice pops? And Tony says, correct. Great minds think alike. What kind do you want? So uh, Morgan's eating her juice pop in bed. Tony's watching. And he says, you done? Uh, she finished her popsicle. Now you are. Morgan says, tell me a story. He says, once upon a time, um, uh, Morgan went to bed. The end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said that's a bad story he runs his hands over her hair he says love you tons and she says love you 3000 Tony wow that's a lot and Tony turns out the lights and exits so then we get to a photo crowd um, uh, it's a oh, I'm sorry a photo crowd uh, uh, at a table it's Pepper, Morgan, Tony uh, even one of the Howard Starks, Peggy Carter, and Hank Pym under a shield symbol. So, um, Pepper's curled up on the couch reading. Then Tony says, "Out like a light. Don't know how uh, how much she loves you, but she loves me three thousand. And Pepper says, "That's up there." Tony says, "What are you reading?" And Pepper says, "A book about uh, composting." And Tony says, "I think I solved it." And Pepper looks up. Just so we're both talking about the same thing. And he says, time travel. She's like, well, that's amazing. Uh, he says, yeah. And she says, and terrifying. And to him, and he says, uh, to say the least. So then he sits beside her and stares at her. And she says, Pepper says, we got really lucky. And he says, I know. Not everybody did. Pepper. Pepper said that. Tony, I can't help everybody. Pepper Potts says, except it sort of seems like you can. Tony says, not if I stop right here. Pepper says, Tony, trying to get you to stop is like one of the few fa failures of my life. Tony, I could just lock the lab, put it in a trunk, sink it in the bottom of the lake, and go to bed. And Pepper says, but could you rest? So then we go to the next day. And now we're back at the compound. Scott waits uh, in his Ant-Man uh, quantum suit in front of the open van door. Scott Lang, you're, sh you're sure the modifications are safe? We look over at Smart Hulk, wearing reading glasses, making adjustments to a new control panel. 
Smart Hulk says, I reran my calculations three times. Scott says, because the guy who invented this thing is pretty much a genius. Smart Hulk says, I have seven PhDs, an MD, and Hans uh, Betha War for Physics, and I'm uh, personal friends with Bill Nye, the science guy. We're good. <laughs> Scott says, yeah, and you look like uh, and you look like that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> Steve and Natasha enter the outside. Steve, breakers are set. Emergency generator on standby. Hulk, good. Uh, so yada, yada, yada. They're about to do their test run. Um, Smart Hulk pulls the lever. Scott shrinks to nothing. Uh, Smart Hulk starts counting down from three, two, one. Suddenly, Scott reappears but he's 12 years old. <laughs> and he says, uh, guys, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> and Natasha's like, Scott? And Smart Hulk says, probably. So he scrambles hitting buttons, uh, shrinking him back down. He comes back. He's 93 years old. Nice. And he's like, oh, my. And Scott's like, my back. And, Bruce, <laughs> uh, and Natasha says, Bruce, get it under control. What the hell's going on? So yada, yada, yada. He keeps readjusting. Then it's a baby. Um, and so he keeps coming back, and then finally he's back at Scott Lang. He's like, somebody <laughs> somebody peed my pants. I don't know if it was my baby <laughs> me or old me or just me me. <laughs> and then we're still at the compound, uh, present day at the hangar part. Go ahead, Matt. <clears throat> um, so after that failure of an experiment, uh, Steve is leaning on the wall, and he's really discouraged. Um, and then he hears an engine roar. And an Audi races up to the drive. We're back to Audis. Um, it stops. The window rolls down. And that reveals Tony. Tony says, why the long face? Wild guess. He turned into a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Steve says, among other things. Tony gets out of the car. EPR paradox. Instead of pushing Lang through time, you're pushing time through Lang. It's dangerous. I probably should have cautioned you against it. Steve says, you did. And he says, thank God I'm here. Regardless, I fixed it. And he holds up his star-shaped capacitor. Um, that is a fully functioning time-space GPS. I just want peace. Resentment is corrosive, and I hate it. Steve says, me too. And you can see them, the tension kind of starting to subside between the two. And Tony says, we've got a shot at these stones. I just need you to know my, my priorities. Bring back everyone we lost, hopefully. Keep what I found, definitely. And let's not die trying. Steve looks at Tony, and he offers his hand. Sounds like a deal. They shake hands. Tony says, but wait, there's more. Act now, and it comes with a bonus offer. He pops the trunk, and he takes out Captain America's shield. And Steve says, Tony, I don't know. Tony says, what's to know? He made it for you. Plus, I got to get it out of the garage before Morgan takes it, to, takes it, takes it sledding. Um, Steve finally picks up the shield, sliding it onto his arm. Says, thank you. Um, Tony says, Who's just he? don't flaunt it. Fury? What? Who's he? What do you mean he? He made it for you. Who's he? Howard Stark. Yeah, Tony's dad. Oh, okay. He's he's the one. Yeah, he's the one that made the the shield okay. long ago. Um, just don't flaunt it. I didn't bring enough for the whole team. We are getting we are getting an, an entire team, right? 
And Steve says, we're trying. Um, Scott sits on a bench. He's eating a taco. And then this massive exhaust wind blasts him, blowing the taco away. The Benatar lands outside, and it's Nebula and Rocket. Rocket waits at the, at the end of the ramp. Um, Rocket says, hey, Humey, which I guess is short for human. Um, <laughs> where's, where's Big Green? And Scott says, uh, kitchen, I think. Scott tries to smile at Nebula. Um, and she just hits her uh, walkie-talkie and says, Rody, careful on re-entry. There's an idiot in, in the landing zone. <laughs> um, and then War Machine lands, which scares the hell out of Scott. And Rody says, what's up, regular-sized man? Um, Rody goes inside as Smart Hulk walks out, carrying an overnight bag. He hands Scott some tacos. Um, Rocket says, finally, I ain't got all day. Smart Hulk says, I call shotgun. And they hop into the Benatar. Can you guess where they're going? Uh, 100 points if you get it right. 50 if you get it half right. Half right? Yeah, half right. Uh, No idea. They're going to New Asgard. Ah... Um, we arrive at New Asgard, and it is now a Norwegian fishing village. Um, a pickup truck passes, scraping the pavement. Smart Hulk and Rocket sit in the back, weighing down the truck. Smart Hulk and Rocket then walk through town. Asgardians in earthly clothes eye them with suspicion. So they are, like, in Norway? Um, seems like like a, a different planet. No, no, it's on Earth. Okay. Yeah. So they settle uh, on Earth? Yes. Okay. Rocket says, what the heck are they looking at? Smart Hulk says, I'm kind of famous. Rocket says, yeah, I'm sure that's it. Kind of a step down from golden palaces and magic hammers. And Smart Hulk says, they lost Asgard, then half their people. Maybe they're just happy to have a home. And then Valkyrie enters the scene. And says, you shouldn't have come. She approaches from, from a pier. Uh, Smart Hulk says, Valkyrie, great to see you. She says, uh-huh, I liked you better either of the other ways. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, her name um, is Valkyrie? Apparently, yes. Isn't yeah. that just what that's they what all the were whole, back in the day? Yeah, that's what the whole team was called. Like, all the, like, warrior yeah. princesses. Yeah, I don't know. Because even okay. when she was first introduced... Thor says, you were a Valkyrie. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, Valkyrie and Rocket exchange pleasantries. Um, Her real name's Broomhilda. What? Okay. Her real name's Broomhilda. Is is it really? Yeah. I see why she goes by Valkyrie. I'm not going to say that. Um, (laughs) So, uh, Valkyrie looks at both and says, he won't see you. And Smart Hulk says, we didn't say we were here to see. She says, great, then you can hose out all of these gut buckets. And Rocket says, no, we're definitely here to see him. (laughs) Um, Smart Hulk says, "Um, it's that bad? And she said, we only see him once a month when he comes in for supplies, air quotes. 
um, which does not mean weed, by the way. Um, she nods over to a dozen beer kegs stacked outside of a pub. So, Smart Hulk and Rocket knock on the door of a cabin. Um, Smart Hulk then lets himself in, and he sees pizza boxes and liquor bottles all over the floor. Rocket is disgusted. He says, something died in here. And Smart Hulk says, hello? Thor? And then you hear this voice off camera say, are you here about the cable? (laughs) (laughs) And you hear a heavy shuffling as someone approaches. And then Cinemax went out two days ago and the sports are all fuzzy. And it's Thor. He's confused, a little drunk, shirtless, and tremendously fat. Wait, so um, there there are sports, just not baseball. Apparently. Yeah. Well, maybe. Okay. I mean, there's there's apparently sports in Norway. Okay. Um, Cur- curling. Yes. Um, Smart Hulk is like, Thor? And Thor says, bros, bring it in. <laughs> he, he looks he like hugs. the dude from the Big Lebowski. Yes, he looks like Big Lebowski. Um, gained, I've never seen that. Gained 50 pounds. Um, he, he hugs smart Hulk. He turns to rocket who steps back and rock is like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, Thor says, Hulk, you know, my boys, Korg and, and meek, right? Um, they're the guys from Ragnarok that he met. Yeah. Um, they're on the couch playing PlayStation. (laughs) Korg says beers in the bucket. Feel free to log onto the Wi-Fi." Smart Hulk says, hey guys, um, long time no. And Cord Cord cuts him off and says, Thor, this kid on the TV just called me a dickhead. (laughs) And Thor says, new master again? (laughs) New master 69 called me a dickhead. Thor snatches Cord's headset and hisses into the mic. New master, this is Thor again, god of thunder. (laughs) This is your last warning. Log off this game or I'll come to your basement rip off your arms, and then shove them up your butt. <laughs> and he hands, he hands the headset back. And he, All right, who wants a drink? And Hulk says, um, hey, are you all right? Thor says, don't I look all right? And Rocket, under his breath, says, you look like melted ice cream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? You guys just here for a hang? And Hulk says, we need your help. There's a chance we can fix everything. Thor says, like the cable? It's driving me bananas. <laughs> and Hulk says, like Thanos. And then Thor gets up and grabs Hulk's shirt. Very intense. And the whole room kind of comes to a, a still. And Thor says, don't say that name. And <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. And Korg says, yeah, we don't say that name in here. And Hulk says, please take your hand off of me. Now, I know the thought of that guy might scare you. Scared? Why would I be scared of that guy? I'm the one who killed that guy, remember? And he looks around. Anyone else here kill that guy? Didn't think so. Korg, tell everyone who chopped Thanos' head off. Korg says, Stormbreaker? (laughs) And Thor uncaps a whiskey bottle. And uh, the bottle then shatters in his hand. Uh, Oh, excuse me. No. Um, He uncaps the the whiskey bottle, and then it shatters in his hand because Rocket shot it out of his hand. 
Um, Hulk says, look, I get it. You're in a rough patch. I've been there. But you know who helped me out of it? Oprah. Was it Natasha? It was you. You helped me. And I need you to help me again. Ask the Asgardians down there how much my help is worth. And Rocket says, at least they're alive. And Thor says, they were gods. Now they're fisher people. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are left, anyway. Hulk says, that's the thing. I think we can bring them back. <clears throat> Stop. I know you think I'm down here wallowing in my own self-pity, waiting to be rescued, but I'm fine. I'm happy. Whatever it is you're offering, don't care. Couldn't care less. And Hulk says, come on, we need you. And Rocket says, there's beer in the ship. And Thor says, hmm, what kind? <laughs> and now we go to Tokyo. Rodney? So Tokyo, uh, we're at a karaoke bar that's lying, uh, it lies in ruins now. There's a teeny pop song playing. There's blood pools beneath dead Yakuza thugs, uh, Uzis, uh, just out of reach of um, a couple of tattoo hands. Um, we hear rain, uh, revving engine, and then gunfire. Uh, we pull into a sidewalk, turned, um, turning just as a motorcycle crashes, uh, uh, crashes uh, the rider tumbling past us uh, with a white mohawk helmet. Another motorcycle races towards us, but uh, two arrows send the rider skidding into a wall. Tires squeal as the bike spins helplessly on its sides. The camera moves, um, the Yakuza thugs tumbling off of stairs, so that we get a masked figure, uh, heads up, stopping momentarily to draw his teles uh, teles telescoping blade. Um, behind the smoked glass uh, of a second floor window, the figure fights another thug, then crashes, the thug comes uh, smashing through the window, boom, onto the ground. Uh, suddenly, the fourth window shatters, and the Yakuza boss, uh, Kihiko, leaps over the sidewalk, landing on the metal awning of a noodle shop. Uh, he rolls to the wet streets, landing hard on his ankle. The mysterious figure gracefully leaps after him, bouncing off the awning and dropping to the street below. Racking up to get our best uh, look yet at Ronin. So there's these hard-set eyes staring at uh, Akahiko through a dark mask. They you battle. A, you said he's got a mask on? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he, the Yakuza guy, why are you doing this? We never did anything to you. <clears throat> and Ronin replies in Japanese, you survived. Ronin, Ronin replies with, do you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, survived. I love the movie Ronin. With uh, Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. So good. Um, half the planet didn't. They got thanos You get me? And then uh, Yakuza attacks him. Ronin slashes him across the middle. He says in Japanese, you're done hurting people. And then uh, the Yakuza guy gestures at all the bodies on the street. We hurt people. You're crazy. Uh, Ronin then slashes... Um, the Yakuza guy's throat, and the man drops to his knees. The guy says, wait, help me. I'll give you anything. What do you want? And the Brona says, what I want, you can't give me. And then he finishes, it up, finishes him off, and there's sirens wailing in the distance. 
Uh, Ronan removes his mask, revealing who is it? Hawkeye. Hawkeye! Clint. Uh, it's Clint. Clint Felker. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then he hears, like, um, footsteps approaching him. He raises his katana, then stops. Uh, his mask goes... Uh, he stops. Natasha steps into a pool of light, a large black umbrella keeping her from the rain. They stare at each other. Clint hasn't seen her in years. She hasn't seen what he's become. Does he have a beard? No. Oh man. He says you shouldn't have. You <laughs> he, shouldn't. He be does. Here. He does have a crazy haircut though. Yeah. Cool. Um, she says neither should you. He says I've got a job to do. She says, "That's what you're calling this." And she moves closer. Killing these people isn't going to bring your family back. We found something. A chance, maybe. And he says, don't. She says, uh, Clint says, don't. Natasha says, don't what? He says, don't give me hope. She says, I'm just sorry I couldn't give it sooner. Uh, and he just, like, crumbles into her arms. And he, I don't know, he just realizes maybe he has a chance to see his family again. Right. So we are now back at the Avengers compound. Thor stands with a beer in a koozie, staring at a new quantum tunnel, Quantum Tunnel 2.0, and it's affixed to Tony's capacitor. <laughs> Tony, out of the way, Lebowski. Shuffle, uh, <laughs> Thor shuffles aside as Tony uh, blows past. And Tony says, hey, Ratchet, you got lost in there? Rocket. It's Rocket, and shut up. You're only a genius on Earth, pal. And Tony says, and you're only in there because you have tiny hands. <laughs> Rocket. Uh, he's covered in grease. Uh, um, wriggles out, wiggles out of the hatch. He says, fixed it. Tony says, thank you. And Tony uh, Rocket says, get used to saying that. So still at the compound, Smart Hulk is fitting Scott with a brand new time suit. Nebula assist. Rhodey enters the workshop eyeing the suit. Rhodey, time travel suits. I like it. Smart Hulk says awkwardly. Um, he tries to fit a pair of red tube test tubes into the um, time suit's belt. Scott Lang says, easy, easy. Careful with those. Smart Hulk says, I'm being very careful. Scott Lang says, you're being very hulky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott takes the tube from him and inserts it himself. <clears throat> Scott says, these are pin particles. You can't shrink to the quantum realm without them, and since Hank Pym got snapped out of existence, we can't make any more. I told you, we've only got enough for one round trip each. No do-overs. Scott gently clicks the tube into his uh, into the housing. Um, Scott, uh, plus two test runs. Suddenly, Scott shrinks into nothing, then grows back. He takes, uh, he takes that in. He says, one test run. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm not ready. Then Clint says, I'm game. They turn to Clint uh, leaning against the doorway, and he says, I'll do it. So they're going to do a test run, but now he's volunteering. Uh, so then they get Clint ready, whatever. Uh, he's about to test run. Um, Smarthog says, you know, why does everyone um, think of time travel... Uh, if you travel to the past, um, then that the past has become your present, and your former present has become your past, which can't now can't be changed by your future. Um, so they're just talking about the whole time skip. Um, 
<laughs> Scott Lang says, apparently Back to the Future is bullshit. And <laughs> Scott, uh, and then Clint says, look, uh, are we doing this or not? So we're still there. Clint waits uh, alone on the platform, wearing the time suit. Smart Hulk uh, readies the quantum console as Rocket, Rhodey, Nebula, Thor, and Steve look on. What does the and suit look like? Um, you've seen them. I think you've got a couple of the pop characters for your kids. The white suit. Yeah. The with the white, gray, it's like, like the white with like red and gray on it. Yeah. Um, okay. They, yeah, they all had matching suits okay. for yeah. uh, the time thing. Uh, so Hulk counts down. Three, two, one. Uh, Clint nods over at them. Determined suddenly, he stretches, shrinks, and vanishes. Whoosh, he's gone. Through the slats of a barn, we see a tractor. Energy flares, revealing Clint Barton in a time suit. He walks through the open door, staring at his old home. Uh, Clint climbs the porch. He accidentally kicks a baseball mitt. Then he hears voices. He stares into the door, the house, through the kitchen uh, through the screen door. From the sounds of it, Laura and the kids are making dinner. His daughter laughs. Clint's face crumbles. He is obviously happy, but also destroyed at the same time. Just then, his quantum cuff vibrates. A screen counts down from three. And Clint says, no, not yet. And he screams out the daughter's name, Lila. But his body starts to glow. Point zero one. Clint vanishes. The screen door slams after a moment. And Lila runs in, and she says, Dad? Um, but he's already gone. And then we go back to the hangar. Clint appears on the pad, shaken. Tony and Natasha appears. She says, are, uh, are you all right? Hey, look at me. You okay? And Tony says, tell me something good. Clint looks up tearful. Uh, he holds up the baseball mitt. Uh, Clint says, it worked. It worked. And... Everyone's like, oh, crap, holy shit. Um, we're freaking time travelers now. Mm-hmm. So, at the compound, day one, on the hollow boards, mind, space, time, power, reality, soul, above each word hovering, um, is hovered over one of the artifacts. So, basically, one of the uh, gems. Loki Scepter, the Tesseract, the Eye of Agamotto, the Orb, the ether container and a question mark because they don't know about the the soul stone. And Steve says, "Okay, now that we've got now that we've got how we've got to know where and when." Nebula, Tony, Rhodey, Scott, Hulk, Rocket, Natasha, and Clint look on. Steve says, "Most folks here have encountered at least one of the six Infinity Stones, <clears throat> so they're making a plan." Um, when and where everything is at. Um, Steve says, you know, let's start with the ether. Thor says, uh, what do we know? Everyone looks towards Thor, who is slumped over. And Natasha says, is he asleep? Or he says, I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> and it dissolves. <laughs> Thor sulks, looking at the ether container hollow reality, located in some weird spelling, somewhere in London. Thor says, the ether's not a stone. It's more of an angry sludge. My grandfather hid it from the dark elves in a rock between dimensions that can only be accessed every 5,000 years. So his robotic eye drifts off to the wrong direction. (laughs) Thor bangs his head, (laughs) resetting the eye. 
or by Jane. She uh, struck her hand in a rock when the ether struck itself inside. When it, yeah, struck herself inside of her. Okay. Then I looked her. Uh, I took her to Asgard um, when we were dating, and he was he's depressing this, um, and we're not anymore. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> stares. Is Natalie Portman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then they were still at the compound, and we're at day two now. Uh, focusing on the next orb, power. Location is Morag. Um, we find Rocket as he slurps off a uh, slurps up a container of Lomain. Rocket says, Quill said he stole the power stone from Morag. He paces, and on top of the table, Smart Hulk, who's eating a pint of Hunka Hulka burning fudge, <laughs> um, he says, is that a person? Uh, Rocket says, it's a planet. Quill was a person. Wait, like a planet in space? Rocket pinches Scott's cheeks. Ah, oh, look. It's like a little puppy, all happy and everything. <laughs> we want to go to space, puppy. I'll take you uh, to space. So now they know they're going to have to go to Morag, where the Power Stone is. Okay. Um, so these are all places where the stones were before Thanos got them, right? Right. So basically, like, from the prior movies. Okay. Um... Mm-hmm. Nebula, uh, at the compound they're talking about, Thanos found the Soul Stone on Vormir, and that is uh, it's another planet. It's the place where Thanos murdered her sister. They hang heavily as the moment passes, and then Scott says, not it. So <laughs> somebody's got to go get the Soul Stone. Okay, hold on. Uh, uh-huh. So all this time travel stuff, is taking my mind to some weird places. Uh, okay, all right. No, Do you want just, us to leave you alone for a minute? Or? Right? No, it's just, you know, you know, oh, we got to go get the stones, so they're going to bring them back to present day. Mm-hmm. But isn't there something they can do where they can just go to one spot? Uh, see, we're, we're getting to that. You know what I mean? And instead so, of collecting them all, just go to where either Thanos had them or, or something like that and just well, take and it I, from him or I kill think, him because they I know think, how to kill him now. Yeah, I think the um, – obviously, like in a, in a perfect world, you would go back to that moment when Thor stabbed him in the chest and he would stab him in, and he would just cut his head off in the first place. And then it's done and it's over with. I think the thing that is holding them back from doing that is trying to get the stones at an early point to where Thanos doesn't get them at all. But then... But then he would try to get them anyway, right? Right. No, 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 I'm saying, but they could go back theoretically and all the stuff that led to, like, Civil War, they could stop, Right. Sure. So what they want to do, you got to understand this. So is that in this five years, new life has been born. Morgan is new. If they go back too far, Tony just sacrificed his daughter. So yeah. he has to go back to the point before anybody knows about the stones where no one's getting them. Bring them past to present day to snap people back to fix everything. Mm. Yeah, bring them back to 
back to present day, like Rodney said. So for five years they the were snap. gone, and they were going to just, just suddenly appear and. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. I yeah Rodney, that that helps. The, the time travel dilemma that I was thinking because yeah. you could essentially erase all these movies and just go back to perfect reality right. and right. yeah. stop the whole alien invasion from the first movie and all that stuff. And, yeah, but that's why Tony yeah. wouldn't do it because... Well, that's why, his... I thought, that's why I thought he was so reticent because he knew that would happen. You know, he right. would give right. up his daughter. <laughs> yeah, he, he, like, he has stakes in the game for both sides. So it's like... A, I'm only willing to do this if we can keep what the the world that we currently have and just bring everybody back. You know? Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Rodney, since you took the first three stones, I'll I'll jump in. Okay. Um, Tony, Natasha, and Smart Hulk are trying to to hash it out, um, and Natasha says, "So this Time Stone guy, what kind of doctor was he?" And Smart Hulk says, "Strange." Tony says, "Cross between ear, nose, and throat, and rabbit from hat." Um, <laughs> Smart Hulk says he had a nice place in the village. Yeah, Sullivan Street. It was uh, Sullivan and Bleecker. They're cross streets. And Natasha says, wait, he lived in New York? Guys, pick the right year, and there were three stones in New York. So much like you were just saying, if they go, they can go get half of these from one place instead of all having to go to different locations. Right. Um... Now, uh, Steve, now we, we cut to the uh, living room. And Steve says, okay, we have a plan. Six stones, three teams, one shot. And he steps away, revealing this, this whiteboard, which you would obviously love. Um, and uh, everyone eyes this, like, tangle of lines connecting the six stones to four locations, to two years, to ten heroes. Um, now we are inside the hangar, the sun is rising, um, and it's just really badass. All of the heroes are walking by and they all have the, the time suits on. Nice. And Steve says, five years ago, we lost all of us. Now they're on the platform. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. But today, we have a chance to take it all back. Um, he, Steve kind of gazes at, at, at everyone standing on the platform with him. You have your teams and you have assignments. Get your stone and get back here. One round trip each. No mistakes, no do-overs. He grips his shield. Most of us are going back to places we know. That doesn't mean we know what to expect. Be careful. Look out for each other. Improvise if you have to. This is the fight of our lives, and we're going to win. Whatever it takes. The platform stays quiet. And then Ro Rocket turns to Scott and says, he's pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Tony turns to Smart Hulk and says, all right, you heard the man. Stroke those keys, Jolly Green. Smart, Smart Hulk taps in commands with his pencil. Lights illuminate each pad. Tracking beacons engaged, Smart Hulk says. Clint checks his pocket, and a shrunken Benatar sits inside. Rocket says, you promise to bring that thing back in one piece? Clint says, yeah, sure thing. I'll do my best. Rocket says, that's pretty lame as far as promises go. <laughs> um, 
Smart Hulk steps onto the platform, completing the, the full lineup. Natasha says, see you in a minute. Smart Hulk says, actually, to be closer to seven or eight microseconds. And then they all vanish. And that is a good sp spot to end um, Avengers Endgame Part 1. How's it? How are you liking it? Great. It's Other than the, well uh, the the time travel dilemma stuff, it, it's really good. Yeah, it'll make sense after you find <laughs> out um, each mission and what happens. Yeah, I, really, I get the whole yeah want, wanting really to well not, not lose it's, the daughter stuff. Yeah, like it. I I I think trying to pull off time travel when it had never been introduced in this entire universe of movies before. Yeah. Um, and making it make sense uh, is it's they they end up pulling it off and it's it's pretty crazy. Cool. Um, like in terms of like making it make sense. Yeah. Um, anyway. So next time on the out of the loop podcast, we are going to jump back in to Avengers Endgame with the rest of the story. And uh, but for now. Uh, you know, we don't want this episode to be four hours long, so we're going to we're gonna say goodbye. Rodney, do you want to plug us out? Yeah, thanks for listening to the Out of the Loop podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Out of the Loop podcast, pod, excuse me, Out of the Loop pod, or send us an email, um, maybe about some of your favorite parts of Endgame at Out of the Loop podcast at gmail.com. Oh, man, I am so out of it. Is it <laughs> OOTL pod? at gmail.com excuse me it's been a while you guys um anyways this has been very fun i forgot how much i loved endgame and how well thought out the whole storyline was and how much feelings and emotions are in this story um that's all i have to say shane you have anything else no it's uh yeah it's pretty pretty downer in that that beginning part but uh it, it's picking up it's good all right guys stay tuned for next week for part two of endgame Time travel is coming. Out of the loop, out of the loop. Out of the loop, out of the loop. Out of the loop, out of the loop. Out of the loop, out of the loop.